The stories of the birth of Jesus found in Luke and Matthew are full of references to dreams and visions. So during the season of Advent, we'll be taking a look at some of these stories, these stories of dreams and visions, and considering how we might join in God's grand dream for our lives, for our community, our congregation, and our world. Our reading today is from the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke. So hear these words of another time and another place, and let them be filled for us with a fresh infusion of the Spirit in this time, in this place. During the rule of King Herod of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division. His wife, Elizabeth, was a descendant of Aaron, and they were both righteous before God, blameless in their observance of all the Lord's commandments and regulations. But they had no children, because Elizabeth was unable to become pregnant, and they both were very old. One day, Zechariah was serving as a priest before God, because his priestly division was on duty. Following the customs of priestly service, he was chosen by lottery to go into the Lord's sanctuary and and burn incense. And all the people who gathered to worship were praying outside during this hour of incense. An angel from the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar. And when Zechariah saw the angel, he was startled and overcome with fear. And the angel said, don't be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayers have been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will give birth to your son, and you must name him John. He will be a joy and a delight to you, and many people will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the Lord's eyes. Zechariah said to the angel, how can I be sure of this? My wife and I are very old. And the angel replied, I am Gabriel. I stand in God's presence. I was sent to speak to you and to bring his good news to you. Know this, what I have spoken will come true at the proper time. But because you didn't believe, you will remain silent, unable to speak until the day when these things happen. When he came out, he was unable to speak. He returned home. And afterwards, his wife, Elizabeth, became pregnant. When the time came for Elizabeth to have her child, she gave birth to a boy. And her neighbors and relatives celebrated with her because they had heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy. On the eighth day, it came time to circumcise the child, and they they wanted to name him Zechariah because that was his father's name. But his mother replied, no, His name will be John. And they said to her, Well, none of your relatives have that name. And then they began gesturing to his father to see what he wanted to call him. And so he asked for a tablet, and he surprised everyone by writing, His name is John. And at that moment, Zechariah was able to speak again. And he began praising God, and all their neighbors were filled with awe. And everyone throughout the Judean highlands talked about what had happened. Here ends the reading. 
Will you join me in a word of prayer? Oh God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts together bring images of the dreams that you dream for us. Amen. This season, this Christmas season, this Advent season, is full of dreams. You don't have to look very hard to find them. Sometimes the dreams are full of happiness and joy and all of that uh, holly jolly stuff that this, that this season can muster. We don't have to look very hard. In the Nutcracker, Clara goes to sleep and has a dream of, of toys coming to life and a battle between the Nutcracker and the Mouse King. Or in the, in the classic poem, The Night Before Christmas, it tells of visions of sugar plums dancing through the heads of the children. Now, sometimes the dreams are a little more dramatic than that, and they have an effect on the people's lives who dream them. During a dream, Ebenezer Scrooge is visited by the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future in a Christmas carol, and he, he changes from a miserly old man and a terribly abusive employer to the picture-perfect jolly old gentleman who knows how to celebrate a Victorian Christmas in all the best ways, by, by spending time with family and loved ones and giving of himself and his goods to those who are poor. And who can forget the story of George Bailey in It's a Wonderful Life, who had a vision of his guardian angel, Clarence, and learns that his life is worth living because he sees what the lives of the, the people in his town would be like if, if he weren't born. In our story from today, Zechariah had been a faithful priest in the temple for all his life. He and Elizabeth, his wife, have always done all of the things their faith demanded of them. For years, they had been coming to the temple to do his duty. But he had something else in the back of his mind, I think. They didn't have a child. He came to this place to pray for a child. I think every time it was his turn to serve in the temple, he would do what he had to do to light the incense. But I like to imagine that while he was inside this temple, where others were forbidden to go, while he was closest to the presence of God, he might just lift up a prayer to the Most High that he have a child. And I think that he'd done this for years. At first, he, he was sure that his prayers would make a difference to him and Elizabeth. And then time rolled on. Days turned to weeks, weeks turned to years, years turned to decades. No children. And still he prayed for himself. He, he went through the motions, but this day he wasn't holding his breath anymore. He and Elizabeth were too old. It was probably too late. And then this day, he was going about his duty, tending to the incense, and he is overwhelmed with the brightest light you can imagine. And there's an angel standing there before him. This is certainly not something that happens often. At least he doesn't think so. 
the angel tells him that Elizabeth is going to have a child, and this child will be someone great. If, if this had happened 20 years ago, he might have been more excited. But he spent so long praying about this, he wasn't sure how to believe it. So the angel came with a message for hope for Zechariah and Elizabeth when they had all but lost hope. On this first Sunday of Advent, we light the candle of hope and pray that we too are visited by an angel bringing this good news to us. Hope is sometimes hard to come by. When the world seems to be falling apart, hope is hard to grasp. When the news seems to get more and more outrageous, when children are hungry, when, when people who work jobs live in homelessness, when we have fewer days before us than behind us, when the doctor gives the diagnosis that echoes in our ears, what does it mean for us to pray for hope? Maybe like Zechariah, we lose sight of hope. After um, finishing treatment for cancer a few years ago, I, uh, I had gotten better, but I had a bit of a, a sort of mental tailspin where I was in a deep state of depression. Apparently, it's not uncommon. People have gone through ordeals like this, often have a, a time of depression. I was feeling hopeless. I was very lucky to be able to be connected with a therapist who, who helped me to work through my emotions and, and helped me develop some positive coping mechanisms. And I learned during that time that hope is the thing that keeps us going. And that we can hope without attachment to our, the outcome. I learned that hope is not about everything turning out okay. It's about being okay no matter how things turn out, right? And now, that may sound like semantics, but it was deeply powerful truth to me, and it, by your nodding heads, maybe it is for you as well. And it has continued to shape the way that I live my life. So on this first Sunday of Advent, let us pray for hope. Not flimsy optimism, not just positivism, but strong hope that gives us the strength we need in these days. The vision of hope that keeps us going, keeps us putting one foot in front of the other. It's a necessary component if we are to work together to make God's dream a reality for our world. I believe the angel has a message for us on this day as well. Don't fear. Have hope. Keep going. So let us make God's dream of hope a reality for us on this day and always.